Before we get absolutely mortal, I'd like to remind everyone that this podcast contains two pissed up gays with their opinions, rants and raves in life and overall explicit content which we know you will love. Everyone and anyone is welcome to this podcast, so strap yourself in, pour yourself a large one, down it like me and pour another and let's get this going and read between the lines. Well, here we are again. Here we are again. Episode six Episode now. Episode Feels like we've been doing it forever now, don't you think? It's been a lifetime, babe. Six <laughs> weeks, eh? Six weeks. And the final episode before we jet off to the US of A. Indeed, yeah. Indeed, where we... National jet setters that we are. Wow, and we'll be filming a podcast out there. Yeah. Which sounds fun. Watch out West Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, watch out West Hollywood. As soon as they see me fucking there, they... Yeah, exactly. I'm quite the face, remember? We had this discussion last week. Lock up your sons. <laughs> anyone, to be honest. Lock up anyone, I'm not fussy. Go hump a dog if you can. I already have. I already have. A couple of times, to be honest. Yeah. You know me. Any hole is a goal. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Sounds predatory. <laughs> Anyway, how's the week? It's been okay. Uh, actually, yeah, I ended up feeling quite good, which is unusual after like a, a week full of stresses, but I think it's ended quite well. I've, I've, I have honestly fallen off the wagon so hard this week, oh. and I've been drinking wine from Tuesday. From so fucking Tuesday. And we film this or record this on a Friday, right? So yeah. I've been drinking every night since Tuesday. Obviously, we're in the pod, so we drink wine on the pod. Probably going to go out after. And it's Eurovision tomorrow. Of course. So we will be probably drinking for that. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like I've probably gone off the bandwagon. Like, I really hope our personal trainer does listen to this fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to go on Sunday. Have a good week. I'm like, yeah. We've already pushed him to Sunday. Yeah, well. <laughs> just to get the toxins out of our body uh, in time. However, it's been a very good week, I think. We went to see one of our favourite podcasts. We did. It was yesterday. fabulous. Luana the podcast, which we absolutely fucking adore. And it was brilliant. So funny. Those two are hilarious had the best night ever like it was so it was so fucking good like drank a lot of wine i felt like quite the comedian as well i was making everyone laugh full of jokes all the time full of jokes (laughs) but it was really good really good and we met we met lovely people there we did yes big shout out to jess and heaven who sat in front of us yeah i don't know how you put up with well i thought they were gonna get pissed off (laughs) with me because every time louisa or anna said something i was like yeah I know that, and I like would have something to say about it, and I thought they were going to turn around and say, actually, I did at one point think they turned around and they were speaking to you, and I was like, they got the ump. <laughs> you're like, no, not at all. No, so we hope you're listening, we hope you enjoy the podcast. Yeah, we gave, you the, we, we gave you the name of it, and we saw you follow it, so we hope you're listening. Exactly, we no excuse listening. girls. <laughs> they nearly came with us to, they wanted to go to Freedom Bar, didn't they? But I know, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we went we ended elsewhere. Up, uh, elsewhere. We yes. elsewhere. And also, massive thank you to the ultimate babe that is Caitlin yeah. who came with us thank you so much and we really had a great night with her She's two nights on a trot she spent with us ah yes that's what true what that is true <laughs> that is true but we had a very good time and we love Caitlin more than anyone and also I feel like we need to send out some recognition to Olivia who introduced me to this podcast indeed and I've been obsessed ever since and we've got some merch haven't we which yeah. we bought so I can't wait to rock our little mugs. Thank you so much, Liv. We yeah, really appreciate we do. That. It was such a good night. It was such a it good was night. Great. On to the next one. On to the on next to one. On to the next one, which I'm sure they'll do 
very soon. I'm sure, I'm sure. But yeah, good week overall. We yeah. love Luana. You do inspire us. You probably are not going to listen to this, but we do. <laughs> we do find a lot of inspiration for you. I am the gay Louisa Zisman. And I am the gay Anna Williamson. And we don't have an emo. I feel like combined we're emo. Yes, combined with Imo. Although she's much more fabulous. Well, she you you outsparkled her yesterday. I did. I did. I outsparkled all of them. It looks like a sequined orgy. Like, but yeah, I did. But hey. Yeah, well. Um, rants for this week. Now, Oh, it's... I think we've got some more shout-outs to do, haven't we? Oh, is that next? Yes, we do have shout-outs. <laughs> Look Let, at let's... me, I'm jumping so far ahead. Let's, let's bring the love and save the anger for a second. <laughs> I completely forgot to shout the people out. <laughs> so, I apologise. My yeah. shout-outs this week are, I'd love to shout-out Tamara. Thank you for sharing your own horrible experience of Hatton Garden. Totally justified Ronnie's experience <laughs> of the awful man in that awful place. And what a shit <laughs> Although she was not on Grinder because she is married to a lovely man. That don't mean nothing nowadays. <laughs> in the gay world, of course. In the gay world. <laughs> and one other... Big shout out I'd like to make is to Eleanor and James getting married yeah. in Las Vegas, baby. So are they going to be in the US when we're in the US too? No, we cross over. That's such a shame, isn't it? Because we could have got a plane. Yeah. So so close. Yeah. We probably cross each other in the air. Ooh, sounds saucy. <laughs> First time. But yes, we. I can't wait to see you in your back and um, have you. A wonderful wedding. Good luck, Elvis. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then I just, well, I almost forgot, didn't I? And I went running onto the rant. Um, we had a really nice voice note from Roya this week who sent us a lovely, lovely message saying how much we make him laugh and cry and how much he can relate, which I really love. And shall we play it? Yeah, let's, let's play, play it now. It, let's play it. Let's play it. Absolutely loving the podcast. Laughed, cried so much resonated with me especially the dating episode please keep this going listening every week oh that is so so sweet we thank love you. it we love it thank you so much and i'm glad that we're making you laugh and and cry well not so much cry <laughs> i hope in a good way tears of laughter let's say tears of laughter i'm sure there's many people listening that we have made cry based on our comments good but, <laughs> but hopefully not you made are. a couple cry last night didn't i <laughs> anyway <laughs> And then, obviously, we had some really nice messages as well. One of the really nice ones being Sads, who said, I love the podcast, love this, love this. I'm going to share this 100%. You talk so much, Ronnie. I'm out here with my notebook, my ink ran out. Now, I'm not sure whether that's a compliment or an insult, but I do appreciate it. Because it's Thank funny, because you so you're not your show's shy and retiring, you don't say anything. I mean, that, yeah. <laughs> if you believe that. You believe anything. I'm the most reserved and introvert person I know. But anyway, yes, thank you. I'm glad you're loving it. I'm glad you're loving it. We Please continue to listen because we absolutely love getting the feedback. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. We love it. Anyway. Right, enough of the love. Let's get back to what we yeah. do best. So what, obviously it's usually me and I probably have stuff to rant about, but I'll hand the baton over to you again because another reason why I kind of hijacked it again this week, <laughs> didn't I? So let's go to you. So... Um, Rant. Rant away. So I feel like so my first rant on cyclists, they got away with it. I was very kind of pleasant. You know, they don't deserve it. I do hate cyclists. It's because Luana said it about on their rant last exactly. night. So now, it's, <laughs> now it's acceptable. I feel justified in my life. Um, <laughs> so they are still terrible. They will always be number one in my hate book. But I would also reserve another space in hell 
for people who walk too slowly in front of you. Now, I work in a, on a, along a very busy street in central London. I know it's full of tourists. I know it's full of shoppers. I know it's full of all these people. But honestly, Tuesday lunchtime, all I want to do is cross the road. Yeah, but you're going to get that everywhere, aren't you? Like That's, for me, it's a pet peeve of mine on the fucking trains and the underground when people just walk slow or stand by the escalator. Fucking hell. Yeah. God, it just so annoys me when people are so oblivious to, like what's going on in front of them or behind them more importantly well i got some news for you you're about to go to los angeles where they're fucking slow one time i, I got into it with someone on an escalator because you know in london obviously on the left side right is where you don't stand people walk up and on the right is where you do stand yeah. well that, that rule don't apply in los angeles i was at universal studios with my friend and <laughs> we was going up the escalators which is quite a long one might i add and they were just standing both sides. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And I was like, excuse me. And my friend was like, whoa, what are you doing? And I was like, why Why are they standing there? And she was like, what do you mean? But it's always in the worst places. Well, because like, they don't care. It's always in the busiest places. As if they are the only people in the whole world in that exact space. No, there's about 20,000 other motherfuckers around you. Well, that's why I get into rows all the time. Well, right. That's why so. I get into rows all the time. All fucking time I get into rows. Because <laughs> I have no tolerance. Well, that's it. Like... I huff and I puff and I probably shoulder bar. And I blow. I huff and I puff and I blow. <laughs> well, I do blow, baby. So it's always, so always going back to blowing or something, isn't it? But I'm not afraid to knock an old bitch down if it means getting her out of my way. Although related to that, there's something that I've always thought about that when I do get so old that I need like a walking stick or a frame or something... I walk slow deliberately and use my walking stick to trip up. Imagine how that's not what people are doing then. <laughs> no, no, they don't do that. No, anyway, people talking a slow, talking a fucking slow. You know what? This is a continuation on from that, right? Now, what's fucking slow? Doing this fucking bullshit podcast sometimes. Oh, yeah, do you know how long yeah. it just took? Like, this is a live rant. This has happened minutes ago. Getting the software up to record this each week is fucking tiresome and it's tedious and it's getting worse each week like it's like i'm not going to name the software that we use but it's like every week we seem to get to grips with it and come to terms with it the editing's like five hours we're getting quicker doing that they throw another hurdle at us and today we, we couldn't even save it and it no. took us ages that pisses me off this this software maybe just slow things in general which is probably why i get mad at you <laughs> <laughs> well there we go rant over so, last week um, we spoke about... Uh, what did we speak about last week? Last week's podcast was all about... <laughs> we forgot about the podcast. We talked about docking. I remember docking. <laughs> we can't say it was all about docking. So, last week we spoke about the great gay divide and certain things within the gay community possibly the straight community as well, which divide us. And we spoke about things like tops and bottoms. We spoke about music culture and how people are completely different and hate each other and various things, various things. And right? I promise this week not to mention any sci-fi related bullshit. Oh, <laughs> God. Well, this week, we, again, like we had a, we had a topic that we were going to talk about. Um, and then I think after last night, we just flipped it on its head and we were like, fuck all the planning, fuck what we spoke about, let's just change it. But we're going to re revisit that one at one point. But this week, we thought it would be funny to talk about all things embarrassing and cringy. So yeah. the regret rodeo. Yeah. This isn't my first one. <laughs> it never is. 
But yeah, all things kind of embarrassing, things cringy, things that you maybe regret, yeah, things that you just want to forget. You know, you got one of those little Men in Black flashy lights in the film where you just forget your memory. <laughs> The, yeah. the moments you wish you could delete from your memory, God. So yeah, all things embarrassing and cringe, yeah. and there's probably fucking loads to cover. I know in my experience, I've got loads. I've never embarrassed myself ever. You're doing it right now. <laughs> but anyway, like yeah, so all things embarrassing and cringy, and I suppose the first thing I wanted to bring up, or the first thing that springs to my mind, is are the most embarrassing moments alcohol related? For the most part, yes. <laughs> I mean, I did start drinking quite young, but I can certainly remember some cringe moments from when I was a child, but I, I certainly hope I wasn't drunk at that point. <laughs> no guarantee. I mean, well, I did start young. I mean, for me, it's always been fucking drunk. Oh, it's drunk, always. Drunk evenings or drunk nights out, and I just don't know when to fucking stop. That's when I'm at my most embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, it's embarrassing. the same with everyone. <laughs> it's the same with... Show, I mean, except the sober... Oh, we spoke about them in episode one. They we haven't got no fucking time for saying that. They are listening to this name. Oh, they've not, they stopped listening from episode <laughs> fucking one. They do not want to hear this podcast because this is a pissed up podcast. But um, I do think that for the most part, it is when you're drunk. Yeah. Or off your face or oh, off your tits. Always. You think about the people you hooked up with because you were drunk. Yeah, but you don't pe- think about it at the time, do you? You just oh, think you're no, really yeah. pretty, you're really hot. They're fucking pig ugly, <laughs> but you still get with them. You still get with them because in that moment, they're the most beautiful. It used to happen to me all the time. Well, still does. Still does, but it used to happen to me all the time when I was playing it straight all those years ago. Yeah. I used to go out and I'd get really drunk. And obviously at the time, I'm trying to tell everyone I was a straight boy anyway. We spoke about this already, and I would see someone, and I'm not going to mention their names because they're still we're, we're still friends. Uh, but I used to say, "Oh my gosh, she's the most beautiful person that ever sets foot in our pub." She was a fucking munter, a munter. <laughs> like when I look back, I think, "Fucking hell, no dogs allowed." How did she fucking crack open for the net? Oh, but yeah, for me, like it is the most. The times I'm the most cringy and embarrassing and the times that I probably regret the most is probably because I've had a few bevies. Well that's it like I think human beings naturally just aren't like we're all uptight and tense and never quite sure about ourselves anyway and like alcohol literally cuts through all that right? Oh, yeah. But it's not even like it just completely removes your inability your inhibitions and it completely removes kind of your moral compass or, or I don't know your boundaries I'm trying to get at boundaries here. Prime example of this, and I'm not proud of this, but it fucking happened, is I got so fucking wasted one night. Every night. Well, most nights, <laughs> but this one was a particularly bad night, right? Because I was really drunk. My family used to own a chain of pubs and stuff, so we was always drinking. And I got so obliterated. Um, I came home, and I don't really remember anything about that night until I woke up. And I remember waking up and thinking, where the fuck am I? I woke up completely fucking naked in between my mum and dad. And I was at (laughs) least 23. I must have been about 23, 24. And I completely just stripped off. And I went and got in the middle of them because I was obviously drunk. And I, I I don't know, part of me went back to when I was being a a young kid. I used to go to climb in bed with them when I had a nightmare, when it was a storm. Fuck knows what happened that night that, that... made me get to the point where I took my clothes off and this isn't I'm not talking from a sexual point of view I wasn't like and I woke up thinking oh my fucking god how embarrassing I'm sitting here fucking naked in between my (laughs) mum and my dad what the fuck has gone on so I obviously like got out of the bed and I 
got dressed and I said to my mum, I was like, oh, I was a little bit drunk last night. And she goes, you were lovely. It was like you were a baby all over again. And I was like, oh, <laughs> God, fun. God, I hope not. <laughs> Fucking hell, I'd like to think I've grown a little, well, yeah, grown a lot <laughs> since then. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Length and girth and height. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least you didn't wake up and she was nursing you. Oh, you imagine. That bitty. You know, like, <laughs> 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 I woke up on the tit. <laughs> well, the first time, I was like, maybe not my mum, though. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> I'd have to sit on the floor, they're so fucking low now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> she just flings one up the stairs to me. <laughs> just to roll it back up. <laughs> Oops, hit my wine. But anyway, yeah, it's it's for me. It's definitely when you're drunk. Oh right? yeah, it always is. Like, and as you get older, it gets even worse. No? I think it's because as you get older, well, I can't handle the drink as much as I used to, and I can handle my drink pretty fucking well, but I can't handle it as much as I used to. And it the the story that I always well the the problem is I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember it, and I'm pretty good at remembering the majority of what happened. Set for your fucking lines for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> only the intro, guys. Only the intro. Nothing, nothing else is scripted. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be as offensive as what we are if it was scripted. <laughs> we only come up with a theme of two hours. Ago. Just the theme. <laughs> well, actually, this theme, really, this theme we come up with half an hour before we started recording. Right, but anyway, right. I digress. This memory that you can't remember. Well, I was told by my friends the next... And obviously, I woke up with a banging hangover, headache through the roof. And they said to me... Do you remember what what happened last night? I said no. Like I remember us being in um, Chaos Nightclub in uh, the time I was in Southampton. Chaos Nightclub in Southampton. How far were we going back here? Because a nightclub called Chaos sounds very eighties. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's two thousands, two thousands, okay. early two thousands. Oh, so quite twenty years ago. <laughs> early two thousands. <laughs> I was a young man, and we. Got home. We all walked home, apparently, together. Sorry, young man, 20 years ago. Piss off. <laughs> Takes me a while to... <laughs> young man, you yeah, you wish. Anyway, look, I'm being so shady. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. This night class. So we're, we're in the early 2000s at Chaos in Southampton. Southampton, right. yeah. If you remember it, think of the Chaos crew. Oh, Lord. And fucking hell. <laughs> anyway, the walk back home in the pitch black, apparently around three or four in the morning... I led the troops like I was Moses guiding my people through the Red Red Sea. And I'd never done that walk before in my life. I walked everyone through Southampton Common, which has no lighting at all. I apparently nearly got run over three times as we crossed the roads because I didn't look. And I just walked out and I, I was fine. And got home don't remember a single moment of it and i don't know whether my friends are winding me up still when they talk about it just to like say oh do you remember that time i i don't i still do not have a single recollection of that you're so tame compared to me that's such a (laughs) this is what i always bring it's such a middle class kind of like drunken memory god i just walked everyone home like the pied piper i just walked everyone home <laughs> me I'm, I'm getting into raz i'm fucking laying in bed naked with the parents like i can look at the difference <laughs> i mean i've definitely got stories of of 
wine taking me into people's beds. Okay, well that's that's coming up. That's coming up. That's coming up. So at the moment, we're we're just on like just is is it alcohol in general? I think not for everyone because I know some fucking cringy wankers out there that don't drink. We don't like them. No. We don't talk to them, but they are cringe. Yeah. But for me, it's definitely alcohol just doesn't help, does it? No, doesn't it fucking doesn't help, help at all. It's... And I love it when you get those ones like, I'll get into a bit of a row with someone the night before and I don't remember it. <laughs> and I wake up like everything's all right. And then I think, oh, this little memory of that. Did, did we have an argument? And then you're like, do you remember that can? Well, no, you, but you like got you got to own it at that point. You got to be like, I'm still I'm so upset at you from last night, even though it was you that caused the argument. Like you got you got to own it. You got to own it. I'm furious still. <laughs> Just like I don't fucking remember. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, I've definitely had moments like that. I mean, um, it's never gonna stop me from drinking alcohol. He says as he's sipping his chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> I just think these are the moments and the stories that you kind of want to remember in your life, aren't they? Oh, I have another dr- drunken story, and it's not me. I'm gonna I'm gonna call out Raf on this one because she listens to this podcast. Raf got so so drunk one night on you know Raf, yes. very good friend of mine. I love her. She's the ultimate babe. She got so drunk on that night out that she got on the Elizabeth line with me. And bearing in mind, I don't live anywhere near. Raph. <laughs> in fact, Raf lives in Essex, and I live in. Kent, essentially, mm. right? The border of South London and Kent. So we couldn't be further apart if we wanted to be. We were so fucking drunk on that Elizabeth line. Raph completely missed her stop. Completely ended up cutting and she was going to me, oh, don't worry, I'll get off at the next one. I was like, babe, that's my house. Like, you, you, you. So she got off and then went back. Didn't hear from her all night. All night long. She's now called Rosé Raph in, in, <laughs> in our little group because she got on it that night and <laughs> I remember at one point we had full glasses of wine right in the pub in the pub and Raph just was like more so she kept pouring <laughs> the wine to the point to the point where it was like flush against the rim of the glass and to pick it up would have mean you'd spilt it it was that full oh god it was a rough night in terms of alcohol like we had the best night but <laughs> got a shout out Raph because she's just like me so Rosé Raph Rose we, we love you we we had did we have Rosé the night before the other night? When we no, were... that was white wine. It was white wine, yeah. just as damaging. Just as damaging, but, but yeah. That, I don't know. I, I don't like rosé wine, but I remember the first time we met. We yeah, we had loads of rosé. I don't mind it. I mean, I obviously have a white wine drinker. I can't fucking stand red wine. But I, well, yeah, on the whole I can't anyway, but I, I, I do like white wine, but I don't mind rosé. Yeah. It's right. I'm, I'm, I, I was always a red wine drinker previously. I, I drink <laughs> white wine all the time now. Um, Nash, they're around me all the time and I'm fucking... <laughs> Hey, if it's got an alcohol content, I'll drink pour it, it down me. Exactly. Ugh, what are we talking about now? The wine? <laughs> oh. oh my God. That was two people, right? That was two people. I'm a two... Slut! <laughs> I'm a two glasses kind of boy, babe. I'm a two something kind of boy. <laughs> so now we're talking about glasses here. <laughs> that Actually, might... that so reminds me of a, a friend of mine who I used to go to Barcelona once a year for a music festival out there. The first time I took one of my friends here who was... Even, believe it or not, even more middle class than you think I am. Um, yeah, believe me. And I don't speak to him much anymore, which is a shame, but he didn't know the sign. F- because we were in a loud club area, he didn't know the sign for, do you want a drink, which is... Oh, my gosh. And That's... so he realised, he didn't, he never realised, so me and my other friends who were with him literally were, like, doing the, like, 
suck you off to it. <laughs> but that's the same one. That's, no, that's another good one. Like when you've got friends and I got, I, I got an old work colleague many years ago, like I'm talking about six or seven years ago. I used to work in an office um, in a right shithole of an area, actually. Hang a lane. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we was, at, we was at lunch and she was like so innocent, bless her, but I couldn't help it. And I was like, you ever done the salt? The salt test, you know, like when you shake the invisible salt on your mouth oh, yeah. and you put it on your tongue and it feel, it's like you can taste salt. She was like, no, I was so like, grab the invisible salt, sh- uh, grab the invisible salt shaker and shake it on your tongue. And she's going, uh, 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 I can't taste it yet. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> when she clocked what it was, she fucking hated me. We're still really close now. And I hope she listens to this podcast, but she'll know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to name her names, but she's forever going to be the invisible cocksucker, in my opinion. <laughs> but again, alcohol related in a roundabout way. Oh, fucking hell. But yeah, talking of like mishaps and, you know, embarrassing moments and we've touched upon it already but i suppose my next question is are sex related embarrassing moments the worst are they worse than alcohol related moments or i mean combined they're probably really bad but would you say that's like sex embarrassing sex moments is 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 up there as one of the worst forms of embarrassment completely 100 <laughs> percent. and you know why it's because it's well, unless you're into massive orgies every day, every week. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like <laughs> It's always one-on-one. So, like, you're literally embarrassed. One-on-one. It's never one-on-one. <laughs> Line-ups. <laughs> <laughs> embarrass yourself in front of a circle jerk, you've got no problems. Soggy biscuit. We like a game of soggy biscuit. <laughs> we don't. We don't. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> but, yeah, like, when you're trying to be sexy and, and get down to it, like, there's nothing worse than something going wrong because, A, y- you worry it's a mood killer, right? You worry it's going to kill the mood. I mean, it does kill the mood, don't it? It really? does. I'll tell you one story of mine, and this was obviously many fucking years ago when I was playing it straight. I had a girlfriend, and I'm not going to say her name because we are still friends. <laughs> but we were together, and she, I was at my dad's pub, and I was obviously getting smashed, as per usual. And she was like, when are you coming up, like back to mine? And I was like, oh, I'll be back later, I'll be back later. Went back, right? Went back, and we got into bed, and we got down with it. And she started to do something to me. <laughs> you could get your drift here. I fell asleep. I literally fell asleep because I was so drunk, I passed out. That I never heard the last of. She actually questioned the next day. Sorry, we're just pouring some wine. She actually questioned the next day if I was gay. What sort of man falls asleep at that? And I was like, I was just really drunk. In hindsight... <laughs> she nailed it. Well, she fucking got me down to a tear. I was like, no, I'm not gay. Crazy. <laughs> but that was embarrassing because the next day... Before before I found out or whatever learned that I'd fell asleep because I was drunk, she'd literally just text me, you left your underwear in my bed last night. By the way, we need to talk. And I thought, oh, I've done something wrong. What have I done? But I didn't know. And yeah, I was embarrassed. That was really embarrassing. I think I've got many stories of that. But as you know, like as much as I like a glass of wine, my gag reflex is not good. God. <laughs> Mine is fucking brilliant. <laughs> What gag reflex? <laughs> exactly. I don't have one. I've been told that so many times now. I don't have a gag reflex. But I can't down a glass of water. I just I just can't swallow that volume. <laughs> I'll teach you that way. <laughs> but 
and this is God, uh, the number of times that I've kind of maybe been a bit sick over... Oh, I've never, ever done that before. It's just, for me, it's a waste of alcohol. I mean, it's not rivers of vomit, let's be clear on that. But (laughs) (laughs) all it takes is a a slightly inappropriate cough and they're covered in not just saliva. (laughs) Oh my god! Some people get off on that though, don't they? Some they like being do. they like being vomited on. Yeah, like a vomit porn. I'm I mean, sure. No, people are into it. I've, I've oh, not god. seen it, but I've I've heard about it. People are weird. Why do you want to be vom- why, why do you want someone to be sick on you? That's really weird. I just think it's the whole thing of anything like that. Like people being shat on. I can't do that. <laughs> that is disgusting. That is disgusting. That was like the Luana story, though, in her their podcast. <laughs> about the man that used to feed laxatives oh, to people. God. It's and like when you feed those drugs to knock them men unconscious. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't count, babe. Wait, don't count. They what? don't remember it. It's fine. Oh, controversial. <laughs> oh, controversial. We might I have to not, edit that bit out. <laughs> I do not drug men. <laughs> Allegedly, he doesn't drug men. Okay. <laughs> According to the court order. According to the call. <laughs> what about that predatory list you're on, though? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, like some people do like being shit on. Some people like being vomited on, you know. Should have spoke about that in the Sex and the Kinks, we Kinks podcast, done, yeah. shouldn't we? We had other things to talk about then. Well, there's lots to talk about. But... <laughs> but that's it. Like, I guess that's a really interesting point because imagine if you shat yourself when you were having, in the middle of sex... Especially if you're a bottom. I mean, Ugh. that happens though, don't it? It does you happen. You should do. And that's every gay man's most embarrassing worst nightmare. Yeah. Is you hop off and the penis that you were hopping on suddenly is covered in shit. <laughs> like like a really weird, like, toffee apple. Oh, God. <laughs> Why have you got a toffee apple between your legs? If not, you just didn't douche. <laughs> but that's it. What some people find embarrassing, other people find an absolute... But the only way to get out of that is if you do notice that and you know it's a bad thing, just go straight down on them. You've got to take one for the team. Oh, God. It's your shit. Swallowing your own shit. Well, no, you don't swallow it, but you better fucking... (laughs) I'm not saying I do that, but I'm saying in that situation, that is the only... Unless you you don't care and you say to them, I'm really sorry, I didn't douche properly... What's, what's the alternative in that embarrassing situation? Do you just quickly grab a tissue and wipe it? They're going to question why. Just walks out. That's it. I'm done. You look tanned. I didn't realise how tanned you look. What have you been telling me for four weeks? <laughs> oh, God. If they're blind, it's fine. <laughs> but if they've got sense of smell, they're going to know. No, that's we embarrassing. All know your type. That's what, what blind people? I don't need blind people. They need to see what they're getting. Do you know what I mean? I ain't got pink hair and sparkly, like great big tassels and everything for nothing. But I do think that obviously sex mishaps and embarrassing moments probably do. They're they're up there with the most embarrassing things yeah. that, that you can ever possibly. That reminds me of another story of mine that we've talked about this recently. A few years ago, me and some of my friends were talking about me considering getting a wig or getting a hair transplant. This is recent. No, this is this is my very first conversation about it. So when I first started shaving my head and the the novelty of me looking bald wore off on people, they, said, <laughs> <laughs> they asked me, you know, once the Vin Diesel stage had gone. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Vin Diesel? They, we were talking and said, ah. Oh, I've seen an advert for this wig and it looks really realistic and I'm really considered doing it. I'll get it. I'll get it. It'll make me look so much younger. And lots of people said, like, it will make me look younger. Like, I don't think I miss hair anymore, but 
Hey, oh, anyway, I couldn't. that's not the point here. The arguments, there were two arguments against it. They were like, A, what, you're just going to turn up to the pub one day with a forehead of hair and pretend like nothing's... Oh, happened. I know who said this. <laughs> yeah. I remember this story. And B, the next point was, what if you're in the middle of sex with someone and they kind of run their fingers through your hair and literally falls off your... Fi- falls I mean, that would be a bit of a fucking mood kill, Can you it? imagine the embarrassment? <laughs> God. We then started talking about Merkins as well. And that's another story for another day. I mean, I'm all for wigs and stuff. I'm all for it. But... Yeah. <laughs> Pay the money, get it done properly. Well, <laughs> that's it. That's it. But I suppose, yeah, you're right. I don't make you right that way. Don't order it online. Would be about a wish. <laughs> wish hair. Imagine. <laughs> fucking hell. Angels on the... On, uh... Down in Covent Garden. Yeah. <laughs> and a bit of No More Nails. Oh my God. <laughs> I've had a few embarrassing sex mishaps, right? I, I mean, how long have you got, to be honest? But well, Jerry, you know, one it's of the worst. It's a 45 minute podcast, babe. One of, one of the worst. This wasn't an actual sex mishap, but it's related to sex. So I've got two actually, and they're kind of intertwined. But <laughs> I, I talk about my parents a lot on this podcast because I just spend a lot of time with they them. I remember, yeah, yeah. And I, in my room, have a sex toy box, shall we say. It's not really a box. It's a quality... Uh, it's a quality street tin. I'm trying to get my words out there. With some quality treats. Well, there's loads in there. <laughs> Fucking loads. But anyway, within that quality street tin... Big it's ones, a, it, small ones. Some as big as your arm. Everything. <laughs> everything. But anyway, within that quality street tin... And it's got my name on it. It's one of those personalised ones you get from John Lewis... I decided, because I don't eat chocolate, do I? I, no. I don't eat anything like that. This t- this just makes it worse, actually. This tin of chocolates was for the family over Christmas. So once it was all ed- like all gone and eaten and stuff, I was like, oh, I'll keep hold of that, because that's quite a nice little reminder of Christmas. Then the, <laughs> the sex toy bag and everything <laughs> I had started <laughs> to get a little full. And I was like, oh, God, where can I... Um, where can I store all this and then I saw the quality street tin in the corner of my eye I thought that's a great um a great place to store it so there I'm packing dildos I'm packing like love eggs and bees and vibrators and lube and all sorts everything you could ever fucking want right in this tin pressed it down put it to the side of my bed didn't think anyone would look yeah I come back like one night and it's open it's it's open and it's like at a jar like the lids off and I thought oh god like someone has been in it and first Obviously, all sorts of things came to mind. Like, could it have been my bell? Could it have been, like, my parents? Like, I don't know. Like, it was someone, and I was petrified. <laughs> my mum said to me the next day, she's like, I thought there was chocolates in that tin. <laughs> I was fucking mortified. I thought, mum has seen my fucking dildo. How embarrassing. <laughs> she said, do you want to borrow one? <laughs> well, I was mortified. That was one of the most, like, embarrassing moments of my life. And then, like, to, to add insult to injury, she actually caught me midway through using some of those toys with somebody John barged in my room alright sorry she goes and there's me sitting there bouncing up and down swinging toys around probably like enjoying my life with my partner at the time wasn't just some random but she walked straight in and saw it and she didn't know where to look or what to say so she just was like and then shut the door. I was mortified. I mean, it could have been worse. She said, no, son, it's got to go deeper. Yeah, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Come on, son, like it's not how we taught you. <laughs> Next time you're in bed naked with us, we'll show you how it's... Oh, that's taking it weird now, isn't it? That's took it very weird. <laughs> well, there we go. But that's it. Sex-related awkwardness. Yeah. 
It's, it, it takes. It, is. it comes in many forms. And I don't think that even means, like, with alcohol. I mean, any sex-related embarrassment, whether you're sober or straight, is fucking embarrassing. Like, it's really embarrassing. I mean, I lost count of the times I've woken up with a hangover next to someone and I just thought, oh, my God. It's like the silent witness shit. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. that's him. That's him. I was in silent witness. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> But one for me as well that was really embarrassing, and I'd still go to this pub, so I'm not going to name it. I got really drunk one night with a boy that I was seeing, and he used to come and meet me, and we'd go to the pub, and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, we got really drunk. And you know sometimes, like, the next day, paranoia get kicks in. Mm. So alcohol, aside from be- feeling embarrassed, you also get really paranoid. All the anxiety about Oh, my, it. beer oh. fear, right? Yeah. Beer fear's a real thing, especially 100%. when you've done something fucking naughty as well. So I remember, like, getting really drunk with this boy that I was seeing, and, like... I went up to the toilet and then he followed me and he <laughs> came into the cubicle of this toilet that we go to the pub and at the time I was going to this pub all the fucking time yeah. right and we had sex in the toilet in the pub and I remember coming down and there was like people came into the we was in the cubicle people came in and we were like shh shh but anyway I got downstairs and we carried on drinking and we acted like nothing had happened. And then the next day I woke up and I was like, not only embarrassed, but mortified and paranoid that some of the staff at the pub knew. <laughs> and I was like, how can I ever set foot back in that place again? How can I ever set foot back in that fucking place again? I was mortified. Mortified. I thought I've just shagged my, well, at the time, shagged my boyfriend in the bar that I frequent. Staff are going to think I'm a bit of a slut. Probably knew that before. I mean, there you go. <laughs> See me all on Grinder. Oh, <laughs> people just know what I'm like now. He's the drunk lush that shags anyone and anything when he's had a drink. I mean, I don't even have to be drunk to do that. I can do that fucking sober. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like cut lemonade. Still fucking do the same thing as what I do when I'm about ten of these. Do you know what I mean? I don't, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> but that's the other thing. So we've obviously been all this time talking about embarrassing yourself but you don't get easily embarrassed me yeah no i don't get embarrassed i don't get embarrassed life's been embarrassing enough for me to now <laughs> worry about what people think of me i don't get embarrassed and that's what i love about myself i, 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 I suppose being part of part of sorry being an actor and being a trained actor over the years i've kind of learned to separate myself from any embarrassment i mean there are things sexual things i do get embarrassed yeah. over but i can hide it well so actually i would say that i do get embarrassed but i'm just good at hiding it because i fucking cringe out like, <laughs> honestly next day when you wake up and you filmed yourself having sex with all these people you're like delete 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 i don't even want to see and you think you look like a porn star at the time <laughs> you're like no you look next day you just look like a fucking slob because that's my I, I don't know why I get, that happens to me I have a drink I'm like let's film stuff let's do this let's get it on camera why why do I why does drunk me want to film myself shagging people because I think it looks sexy and I think it looks cute in reality I look a mess not as much as they look a mess <laughs> but I still look a mess you know I mean probably people are saying that about why we're recording this podcast <laughs> so, all I can say is great editing really helps that's like you can't put it through Facetune <laughs> do you know what I mean let's just put the whole like, let's put a filter on that whole um, that whole video of you wanking into someone's mouth <laughs> oh just for the record that's never happened <laughs> yet <laughs> but anyway enough about sex and stuff like what about things like because we spoke about alcohol being a massive yeah catalyst for embarrassing moments we spoke about sex and maybe the two of them combined but what yeah. about things like 
just in general, like things like fashion, for example, things like, you know, blunders that happen that, I mean, I don't think personally for me, they're up there with alcohol related embarrassing moments, but it depends what it is. But there are obviously, I've had situations where I've had some fashion blunders and... We all have. And I'm fucking embarrassed. Like the th- one of the ones that will always stick out for me is I keep go- I keep going back years ago to that shithole that I worked at. <laughs> <laughs> Hang a lane. Anyway, in said place, I I'm just going to get cancelled after this. I don't. <laughs> after the well, I don't really care what they think of me. They made me feel like shit. So anyway, I this was COVID time, right? So this is a fashion. Well, we can call it a fashion blunder. We'll see what everyone else thinks. But I had a moment where we was, obviously we went into lockdown and then we were furloughed for five months. Oh, I was furloughed for five months. Then I came back and I was put on a new team, brand new team, never met. Well, I knew who they were, but I'd never met half the team before. And I, (laughs) you know, at the time in COVID where people were like dressing from the waist up and really bothering, you know, I had, at the time, I was with somebody else that worked for the same company as I did. So calls and stuff was quite difficult because, especially certain calls, we'd both have calls at the same time, which means we couldn't both be in the same room at the same time. So I, like, used to come into, like, my spare room, for example, and I'd do my call in here or vice versa or he would, whatever it was, anyway. My first week on this new team, bearing in mind, I met the team really over teams because yeah. it was virtual I thought oh do you know what fuck this I'm not gonna like dress up up I'm gonna like put I put a shirt on I put a leather jacket on I did my hair and I not gonna lie I was in a jock strap I was in a jock strap a little bit of a crazy night the night before <laughs> so I woke up and I thought oh do you know what I can't bother to put trousers on I'm just gonna sit like they're only gonna see me from here so I had this call with my new team and halfway through the call my partner at the time said, I'm off my corner, you can come back in. So, you know, I lifted my, <laughs> I lifted my laptop up and I was holding it like a tit height, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked to right and I went out of the spare and walked into my other room. And as I did that, there was a, at the time in my house, the carpet was coming up a little bit. It's new now, but at the time it was a bit thirsty and I tripped on the carpet and I dropped the laptop and I fell over and I ended up basically showing my asshole <laughs> to the whole of my new team in a jock strap. <laughs> underwear would be bad enough, but a jock strap, for those that don't know what a jock strap is, backless underwear. So you just saw this big ass on teams, <laughs> practically my asshole. My whole new team saw in the first week of me being on there. And I did not did not know what to say. And I'm surprised I didn't get pulled in by HR at that point, <laughs> to be honest. But we moved. But yeah, that was one of the most embarrassing fashion mishaps. Can we call it a fashion mishap? A jockstrap? Uh, no, I don't think that's a fashion mishap. It's just an unfortunate moment. But jockstraps are fashionable. Get really good ones. Yeah, but not on a work call, babe. Well, it weren't meant to be, was it? <laughs> I didn't know I was going to trip I mean, up and show me arse off to the whole of my fucking team. My company really encourages bringing your authentic self to work but not if it means flashing your chocolate starfish. I mean, most people on that, not on that team, but in that company, lots of the boys have seen it all before. So (laughs) if it was a work Christmas party, they already fucking saw it, but not on the new team. I was so embarrassed. That's another thing. We've all been in relationships with people we work with. Almost everyone has. (coughs) But, and obviously back in the day, it was always frowned upon, right? Still is. They, they, 
you used to have rules in your contract so you couldn't partner with it. But let's face it, you're there so many hours in every day and every week that how can you not want to fucking... I had a really steamy affair with someone from work once. Again, years and years and years and years ago, a different company. Like, I had an affair with someone. I fell in love with someone. Do you think in the straight world it's seen as a badge of honour but in the gay world, was seen as a bit slutty. It depends, though, doesn't it? Because I think from a woman's perspective, and I, I'm, this is just my view, this is not the view of everyone, I think it probably isn't a badge of honour for a woman if mm. they got drunk on a Christmas party and slept with a co-worker. But I think for a straight man, just in my experience and the people that I know, then it is considered as, sorry, it is considered as, I suppose, a notch on the bedpost yeah. or something like that. But I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even go as far to say that it's taboo or slutty in the gay world like i mean i didn't see it as a badge of honor but i don't know i weren't that bothered about it when yeah. i did it with a man with the woman i was more actually mortified that's <laughs> i was more mortified that i shagged the woman that's not what i mean i mean it was more because I, at the time i just i was quite <laughs> at the time i was respected <laughs> but God, how far back are we going we're going back years <laughs> decades i lost that i lost respect i'm not that old that's you anyway but 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 yeah i mean oh god fashion blunders they do embarrass me as well it's really funny because like i don't have many fashion blunders really i think every single day you wear what you wear everything you wear i don't have many fashion blunders okay Ma- the- uh, i was gonna call you mary berry not mary, not mary berry what's her name anna winter how do i get them two mixed up <laughs> Okay, Mary Berry. <laughs> Maybe that's more appropriate. I do like cakes. Oh, you're similar age. <laughs> she's got she's got less hair than you, though. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that, it was after I just joined. My, it was my first like proper office job. Obviously, I got a bit of money. I'd taken the half day off work to go to a concert with a bunch of friends. And with some money, I was like, oh, you know what, I'm going to go in, I'm going to go into town, I'm going to buy some, myself some new garms, I'll wear them. Garms? <laughs> I'll look absolutely slamming when I go to this concert. Obviously, What I was, was it, Vera Lynn? <laughs> like no, it was Burton Menswear. <laughs> Burton? I meant the concert. I meant the concert. Vera Lynn is not a fashion designer, she's a fucking singer. Anyway. Burton Menswear. Who the fuck would work for Burton Menswear? Let's see if he's listening, because he doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> but I was there. I was. I bought this really amazing, like military jacket. I thought it was really cool. And I also bought this like cord um, hat as well. And I thought this, I tried. I, tried I can it on, see it. I tried it on in the um, changing rooms. I was like, yeah, this looks fucking brilliant. That is definitely a Burton outfit. That is. Definitely a Burton outfit. I can fucking see it. Already. But it was, it looked really good. Like, I was like, oh yeah. So I bought it. I took it home with me. So I went all the way back to Hertfordshire, which is where I was at the time living with my parents, and then came back into town again for the concert. But when <laughs> in the cold light of day in your parents' bathroom lighting, which, let's be honest, is never going to be flattering, I look like a Hasidic Jew. Well, surely it's like someone like, like a uh, Peaky Blinders with that with the hat. What was the hat? Like a trilby or something? I don't know. Not quite a trilby. Flat cap. No, no. It was like a a peaked hat with like a. So it was a bit trilby-ish, but bit Jewish. A f- more bit Fedora. 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 That's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking tennis player. <laughs> I'm me about wearing my Fedora. Mm. Fedora. Fedora. But yeah, at the time I thought I had hair. I had a you lot had... of hair still. Um, <laughs> 
and literally put it on and all I could see was the curls coming out of the side of it. I was like, oh, bless you, you're northern, northern Jewish boy. Oh, God. I literally had to go back and say, oh, sorry, this is the wrong... Because they don't let you return hats as well. And I literally had to do a whole... I literally had to cry in the middle of Burton Men's Oh, fucking hell, it get... could have been that expensive. <laughs> it's fucking yeah, Burton. I was, I was young and I literally got my first office job. I was probably on about 14 grand. <laughs> that was a year's salary, that fucking Federer. Burton's not been around that long. You must be talking about... <laughs> this is before colour TV was invention, no? Fuck off. <laughs> Oh, God. But anyway, so, yes, fashion faux pas happens. Fashion, sex, alcohol, whatever it is, it's fucking damn embarrassing. It's a minefield. It's so embarrassing. But anyway, I think we should wrap this one up. Um, I've spoke about many a things that I've relived, and it's probably now I'm cringing a little bit thinking about it. Um, but we cannot change the past. No. And thank you for listening and indulging in our stories. Yeah. Once and again. Once again, I will say that I've probably... <laughs> embarrassed myself a little bit and all of my friends and everyone that knows me thinks we've learnt more just when I thought there couldn't be any more there's more <laughs> but keep I keep listening because I mean it's going to get crazy every week isn't it and also next week's one we will be filming in Los Angeles so that's going to be fun we are literally going to be filming in the City of Angels in West Hollywood. I cannot fucking wait. How how TikTok does that sound? Oh my god, we're recording our podcast in West Hollywood. <laughs> that sounds amazing, right? So yeah, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. We know, watch out. And if anyone has any ideas on what they want us to cover, please let us know. We do have some stuff planned, but as always, we're changing up at the eleventh hour, don't we? But yeah, on to the next one, which I, I say every week is over to you, and then I hijack it. <laughs> but we will make it. We will make a. It's a joint effort, babe. It's going to be a hard one, though, because we fly on the Thursday and we film on the Friday, so yeah. we're going to be quite jet-lagged. Yeah, we will Quite jet-lagged, so we'll see. We'll we just will see. drink our way through it. I'm sure that's going to happen, and we're going to... There's probably going to be loads of stories that we could have fitted into this episode <laughs> next week, but yeah, we'll be in Los Angeles filming. But as always, thank you so much for listening, and always you can find us on TikTok at RBTW Official. Please go over and follow us and like our videos. We film these every week as well, because we love to show you how fucking crazy this actually looks, as well as sound and please message us on whatsapp if you know us or you can email us at rbtwofficial at gmail.com yeah, we would love to hear your stories we always love to hear the stories yeah just anything you want to tell us so yeah tiktok email whatsapp message whatever you want to do just message us and we'll read it out we'll read it out but yeah as always i've enjoyed this and i've learned <laughs> loads about you and probably Feels like a bit of a counselling session going back that far. <laughs> Time for the second bottle, of, third bottle of wine. Third bottle of wine. <laughs> My God, I really hope our personal trainer's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> We've Sunday. drank about ten bottles of wine this last. Well, probably more. Ooh. Oh well, fuck it. So what? Yeah. So I shall either see you next week in Los Angeles or Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm not sure which one yet. It depends how this weekend goes. <laughs> I'm sure they have great dry alcohol in this Yeah. Um, please. Yeah, as always, we love it. We're having so much fun and we do love the kind comments and the voice notes, the messages. Really it really does make this worthwhile and we're having such a fun time fucking doing it. Absolutely. So yeah, it's working, it's working. Yeah. But yeah, we shall see you in the, the next one, stateside. Yeah, see you in the US. See you in the US, bye. Bye.